0: Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, president and chief outcome facilitator of the Cars Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. Our 30-minute uh, episodes of Mindset to Mastery is designed to give you tools, tips, and actionable items that you can use to change your mindset and master your success. Once a week we focus on strategy and mindset and issues related to your professional development and the other time during the week we have a special Equip for Change edition that will focus specifically on the mindset and the personal transformation and process of change um, and things that you need to consider, strategies you would need to implement, ways in which you should um, be able to assess and evaluate your process and your progress. So with that being said today we are going to focus on this question are you or is your organization participating in the art of misdirection and what do I mean by that well I happen to also be a movie buff and one of the things that I love are really great action movies that are also um Uh, thought-provoking and insightful and, of course, that have a really great twist. And there's a movie that came out, you know, years ago called Swordfish by um, that stars John Travolta and um, Hugh Jackman and Holly Berry. Please look it up if you have not seen it. And in this movie, the mastermind criminal is plotting this um, heist of some sort. And throughout the entire time, he's, he's, you know, we see him preparing for it. We see the, you know, little snippets of things that don't really make any sense, but of course that come together in the end. And there is one scene where John Travolta's character talks about the art of misdirection. And he says that in the art of misdirection, you are focusing, you, you do something with one hand that focuses everyone's attention. And while you're doing something with that one hand or on that, in that one section, then there's something else completely differently that's going on out of their vision, out of their scope, out of their, um, the, the realm of what they're actually focusing on. And there are so many organizations when it comes to change efforts that are practicing the art of misdirection. They're not focusing on the real issue. They're focusing on something else that would make it seem as if they're dealing with the real issue. Case in point, when issues of diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging come up or social justice come up or employee engagement come up and people are clamoring for some type of response and some type of uh, change or initiative that's going to address the issues that they're bringing up. But instead of addressing the specific issues or the root of the problem, the company or your leadership or your team instead does something completely different. So if you're talking about issues of employee engagement and people not feeling as if they belong, their answer is to have dress down down Fridays. Or if you're talking about social justice issues and wanting some real questions about your hiring practices and what you're doing to make diverse candidates attract and and retain diverse candidates, um, but also what you're doing to actually make different decisions about the way in which your company shows up in social justice issues and in issues that um, affect your clients and, and the community. And what they decide is they said, you know what? We're going to have Taco Tuesday. The The issue that you're trying to address is not being solved by the actions you're taking. So misdirection is all about taking action that doesn't really have a result. That is when you are acting for the sake of acting. That is when you are creating some type of smokescreen screen. That actually hides the fact that you're not really doing anything. You're not moving the needle. You're not asking the hard questions. You're not, in fact, committed to real change. Now, I know what you're thinking. Keisha, what if our organization just doesn't know what to do? We're trying to find some low-hanging fruit. We're trying to do something that is going to give us um, some semblance of, of satisfaction, a feeling as if we are doing something. Well, let me... Make sure that you understand this. There are times when doing something is possibly the worst thing that you can do. You don't want to do something for the sake of doing it. You want to do the right thing. You want to do the necessary thing. You want to do the thing that is going to lead you to a result and an outcome that is actually going to make the situation better. I can't tell you how many times I have worked with organizations and groups, and especially when it comes to the process of strategic planning, or even looking at identifying what the real issues are. I can't tell you how many times I have run into people who are like, okay, we just gotta do something. We just need to do something. We need to get something done. And they're so busy focusing on doing something quickly that they end up participating in something that is more along the lines of misdirection because they're not really solving the real issue. So does your leadership do this? Do you do this? This is action for action's sake. This is not really solving or addressing the real problem or the issue. This is grandstanding, and in a lot of cases, it comes down to actually gaslighting. Where you want people to think that you're doing something that you're really not doing. And even though they tell you, I see that what you're focusing on is not the real issue. I see that what you're doing is only paying lip service. I see that what you're doing is really deflecting and 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 and, and sidestepping the real problem. I see that what you're doing is window dressing and you gaslight them and say, No, it's not this is exactly what we need to do. This is exactly how we need to address the issue. This is exactly how we're solving the problem. Well, you don't wanna be that type of leader. You don't want to have that in your organization. So what do you do if your organization, your team, if you even, are guilty of gaslighting and misdirection? If your strategy and your action plan that you thought was great to bring about change is nothing more than a bait and switch. Here, I'm gonna help you take out your pen, your pencil, your paper, take some notes. Pause this portion so that you can really take this in because I'm going to give you three things that you need to do if you are looking at um, imp- impacting your organization, impacting your group, your team, whomever you're working with, really bringing about real change in your organization. So if you want real change, you have to focus on the real issue. So what do you do? Number one, your actions have to be data-driven. What do I mean? You cannot decide to do something based on your feelings about it. You can't react based on your intuition. You can't just say, this is the direction that we're going to go in based on how I feel or what I think or even what other people have done. You need data. That means taking a survey, an anonymous survey, asking for the real issues. That means having visioning sessions where people are able to actually talk about what they want and what they see. Having focusing groups where people are able to actually contribute their thoughts and, and identify the real issues, asking people what their pain points are, asking and doing an assessment of the data, looking at your, um, your hiring um, metrics, looking at your retention statistics, looking at your profitability, looking at whether or not you've identified and achieved your, your sales figures, whatever it is in terms of what your problems are or your issues, you need data that point to what the real issue is. And if your actions, if your strategies, if what you do is not based in data, if it does not have statistics that you can pull out and metrics that you can pull out that point to, here's where the problem is, then you're going to be solving for the wrong problem. So begin by collecting data. Always collect data and data can be simple. Sometimes there are metrics and there are things that you already have on hand that you're not using. Sometimes there are things that you have on hand that you're not interpreting in the right way, but get you some data. Make sure that you're gathering the information that you need that's going to point to what the actual problem is, what the actual issue is. Every single action that you take needs to be data driven. Every single action that you take and every single outcome that you identify needs to solve an issue that can be readily measured and addressed. So data, number one, it is your best friend because it is going to help you to make a business case for why you're doing what you're doing. And this applies whether you are leading a team, whether you are leading a company, whether you are leading your own company, whether you are looking at what you need to do personally and professionally, you need the data to back it up. So that's number one. The second thing is analyze your data so that you can ask the right question. I can't tell you how many times people have come to me and said, this is the problem that we want to solve. This is the question that we're asking. And it turns out they're asking the wrong question. If you are not using the data that you already have or data that you have gathered in order to pull out the exact, question, the exact problem to identify the specific question that you need to be asking, then your efforts are gonna be derailed. You are going to end up practicing misdirection Through no fault of your own, just because you were not data driven and you didn't ask the right question. Sometimes the question isn't about um, employee engagement. Sometimes the question is about leadership. Sometimes the question is not about um, uh, um, your, your onboarding process. Sometimes the question is about retention. Sometimes the question is not about checking the boxes and saying how many people of a certain race or background or culture do we have, but rather what type of environment are we creating? You need to ask the right question. If you're not asking the right question based on the data that shows the gaps, then everything that you do after that is gonna be moot. You're gonna go in the wrong direction and you're going to end up practicing misdirection because you're going to try to grab some low-hanging fruit that is going to actually pay lip service to the real issue. And sometimes you may be skirting the real issue and the real question, but you have to go deeper. Ask yourself, what is it that we're missing? Where are the gaps that we are, are not um, filling? What is it that is causing this particular reaction or outcome? You have to go beyond the surface. And whenever you do questioning sessions where you're trying to analyze the data and figure out what the questions are that you need to ask, you usually need to go deep levels down. You cannot just stop with the first question that comes to mind. You have to go deeper than that. Asking questions is an art. Asking questions normally follow the, um, the, 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 the process of you immediately come up with the knee jerk or the or the reaction. Then as you think about it deeper and look at it from different angles and viewpoints, you come up with different questions. So don't just ask the, the, the first question that comes to mind and say, that's it, we're moving in this direction. no. I need you to go deeper. Go beyond. Look at the data from different directions and different perspectives. Analyze it and look at other ways in which other data points are are actually supporting the issue or the question that you thought you you were going to be addressing. You need to make sure that what you're focusing on, the question that you're focusing on is the real question, is the real issue. It's not just a feel-good gesture. I want to take a pause, and I want to in- interject something in this in, in in this point. When you are dealing with people issues, where it's either anti-harassment, it's diversity, it's inclusion, it's engagement, it's racial issues, it's um, uh, um, team building, it's collaboration. Whatever it is, it's community, it's culture, whenever you're dealing with people-based issues, you need to be really careful that you are being transparent in this process and that you are more focused on actually making progress and influencing change, real change that's sustainable instead of doing things that are going to make you feel good in the moment. Feel good doesn't work. Feel good is a temporary solution. Feel good is a band-aid. And feel good is going to position you for more issues down the line because of the fact that you're not dealing with the real issue. So while feel good may make us all feel good, it's not going to solve your problem. It's not going to help you design an appropriate solution. So I need you to make sure that you're asking the right questions, but you're also asking the hard questions. You're not shying away from what the real issue is. And don't be afraid that the questions that you're asking may seem to be too big for you to deal with. That is expected because problems are not usually tiny, Problems that require real change and an overhaul in the way that you do things and even a shift in the mindset in the way that you think about things, those issues require the time and the effort to really be open, honest, and transparent. So follow the data, ask the tough questions, go beyond the surface. That's number two. So we've talked about data-driven, where we're taking an assessment, we're looking at metrics, we're sending out surveys, we're identifying the data that we have um, in our company already or in our organization or in our team already. How are we measuring this? And what does the data show us? And then two, asking the right question based on the data. Evaluating the data and doing a deep dive and asking the right questions. Three, Once you have looked at the data to identify your gaps and your problem areas, once you have looked at the data and identified the right questions that you should be asking based on the data, the third thing is you need to think about and describe what's the outcome we want. What does that look like in action? If this is the problem and this is the gap and this is the issue that we need to address and here's the questions that we're asking ourselves as a result that determine what we're going to focus on that's the real issue and not the misdirection, once we determine that, then what does success really look like in action? What does that mind movie look like? What is this, if we're looking at issues of culture and, and community, what does it look like to have a culture and a community where people feel engaged. If we're looking at leadership development and succession, what does it look like for us to have a strong pipeline of diverse candidates for us to be able to move forward? If we're looking at growing your business or your department and leading your team, what does it look like when you're operating at the pinnacle of success? What does it look like when you have turned a corner and you are now leading in an effective and an efficient manner? What does it look like when your organization or your group or your team is focused on learning and collaborating and building something new that's going to address various issues? What does that look like in action? And when you ask what that looks like in action, then deconstructing to reconstruct so that you can figure out the action steps to take and then making the connections. How does X or whatever actions that we're doing impact Y or the specific result that we want to see? You have to make the connection between whatever actions you're taking and the specific outcomes that you want to see and how do those solve the problem that you've identified? How do those answer the questions that you've asked? And how can all of that be backed up by your data? Making sure you have the right tool to measure the right result. Not everything can be solved by looking at your bottom line and your market share. Not everything can be solved by doing a survey that asks, how satisfied are you with this particular uh, issue? Sometimes you need a variety of different measurement tools in order to make sure that you're getting the right data and all of the data will point to the result that you want that's it. And I know you're saying, yeah, that's it. Like, you know how to do all that, but that's the, that's the starting point. I need you to start thinking about things more strategically. It's not just about taking an action for the sake of action. It's not just about setting yourself up for misdirection where you're, you have glitter and, um, and, and kittens and, and, and good feelings over here, but you're still covering up a mess over, over there. You have to identify and work towards the right goals. You have to identify and work towards creating the right solution. It's not enough just to act. When you make a decision to just take an action and you have no data, you haven't focused on the right question, and you don't even have an idea of what success looks like, then you are practicing misdirection you're doing something just for the sake of doing it that's going to pull attention away from the real issue because you don't know how to handle it. You don't want to dig that deep. You don't want to have to go in that direction. You don't want to have to unpeel all those layers. You don't want to have to get that dirty because some of the things that you uncover when you really look at the data, some of the things that you uncover when you really ask people for their opinion, some of the things that you uncover when you really go behind the veil and, and look at all the crevices in the corners don't make you feel very good about where you are as an organization. Doesn't make you feel very good about who you are as a leader. Doesn't make you feel really good about the culture that you actually have in your organization. But it's necessary. It's required. If you want to bring about real, sustained, impactful change, you have to do the deep work of transformation. You have to go beyond the surface. There is no other way. There is no two ways about it. There is no alternative. This is real. This is how the future and the success of your organization and your team and your division and even your own company, this is where that hinges. Misdirection does not lead to change. Misdirection does not lead to solving the problem. Misdirection does not lead to sustainable change. Misdirection may make you feel good. Misdirection may put a Band-Aid on the issue, but all misdirection is doing is setting you up for a bigger problem later. So I need you to think about it. Are you focusing on real change or are you practicing misdirection? And if you want to get off of the misdirection merry-go-round, then contact me. Let's talk about a strategy. Let's talk about ways in which we are going to look at your organization and your department and your business or whatever it is that you're trying to make significant changes in. Let's talk about what data we need. What t- let's talk about the questions we need to ask. And let's talk about identifying a vision of success that is going to equip you to be able to deconstruct to reconstruct so that you can create an action plan that is going to get you to your desired result. Nothing works unless something works. Change does not happen overnight and change certainly cannot happen if you are focused on the wrong things. So let's move away from lip service. Let's move away from smoke and mirrors. Let's move away from doing the easy thing or the low, and grabbing at the low-hanging fruit. Let's move away from doing something for the sake of doing something and actually taking the necessary steps to go through the right actions and taking the right steps to address the right questions and create the right result. Change is a process that begins with an event. You have the catalyst of the event and you have the shift of transformation in order to get to the next normal of application you cannot skip the process. You cannot skip to the head of the line. You cannot decide that you're going to take shortcuts because you always come back to going through the shift of transformation and the process of examining the data, identifying exactly what you're, what you're focused on in terms of asking the right questions and then creating a vision and outcome of success that addresses your problems and that is backed up by data. This is a strategic process. This is not an overnight event. So I would love to be able to work with you. I'd love to be able to just talk to you about your organization or about your business or your team or how you can be a better leader and bringing about this type of change and facilitating this process. So you can visit my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. Click on the link to Let's Talk and schedule a 15-minute assessment with me. I would love to talk to you about your issues and about the the situation that you're faced with. Let's set up a time for us to discuss what it is that you do and where you're falling short and what assistance that you need. I might be able to give you some guidance. And be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn and social media. And this particular podcast is, is available on like 40 different platforms, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker. Um, I have a YouTube channel under the Cars Group that you can search for. But I am available twice a week. And if you go to my website at Carsgroup.com, that's K-A-R-S Group.com, you'll be able to see the link to the podcast and you can listen to all of the episodes. I'm in season three right now, which is great. And I am committed to bringing you... Additional strategies and tools and tips and actionable things that will assist you to change your mindset and master your success. Change can be scary, it can be overwhelming, but it is not impossible. And so, I have some great news that I wanted to share with you guys in the last couple of minutes. So, one, my new book, Equipped for Change, Doing the Deep Work of Transformation, is going to be available pretty soon. So stay tuned for information about how you can pre-order. This book is not the typical business book that is that is written in professional ease, as I call it. But we examine in this book the process of change and what it takes to do the deep work of transformation. So there is the personal journey of change that I talk about in part one, and then doing the deep work to transform your organizations in part two. It is something that you don't wanna miss. It is something that I have put my blood, sweat, heart, and tears into, and it is the culmination of over 15 years, actually no, over two decades of insights um, regarding change and what that process looks like and how you can change both personally and professionally. The second thing that I wanted to uh, let you know about is that My Cars Academy is in the process of adding additional uh, modules um, and we are going to focus on, um, on engagement, learning, and leadership while also having a section particularly but um, especially for those do-it-yourselfers. Small, new, and emerging businesses as well as nonprofits. Um, there will be videos that you'll be able to access. And I am also creating an opportunity for people who are a part of organizations and who need SHRM recertification because we are an official uh, credentialed uh, SHRM recertification provider. It'll give you an opportunity to um, spend some time with me to unpack and uncover a lot of the different issues, to learn, um, to ask different questions, to create new visions and strategic plans, and to develop yourself in ways that are going to assist you and your organizations to move forward. And finally, I am excited to announce that I'm going to be launching a series of virtual events um, over the next year where once a quarter, I will have either an executive roundtable, or I will be doing a listening session, or I will have open office hours, but these sessions will be limited in scope in terms of the amount of people that will be able to participate. So keep an eye out for that, and be sure that you join me. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this has been helpful. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane, and stay sanitized. Bye-bye.